Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Have we got any questions at all? Yes. Your opinion about babies made with sperm robots and potentially lowering IVF costs, have you come across that? No. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by a sperm robot. <laughs> I can look like a robot and I can probably produce sperm, but I'm not sure I'm a sperm robot. I believe it's artificially using artificial intelligence but let's skip that one and uh, well no actually one of the one of the areas that's getting a lot of publicity is the use of artificial intelligence in the art world and i listened to a talk from massachusetts talking about how you can adapt or use ai to improve ivf in fact at the end of the day he didn't he wasn't that convincing that we've made that he, there's a difference to be made but he gave a lot of hope he certainly dealt with the fear of ai taking over the world he just showed quite clearly with a couple of examples that uh, even chat whatever it's called yeah, chat gp which is uh, taking ai at the moment to it's you know, almost as extreme he asked the robot what was the what was the question oh yes what was the most or what's the, the biggest symbol of Australia since he was travelling to Australia? And it was, and it came up with a koala snake. And some, uh, yeah, he had two or three other examples. Because what you feed in is what makes it intelligent, not, it doesn't actually have its own intelligence. In the area of embryology, and we certainly at IVF Australia have been at the forefront of, and we'll probably, we'll, very soon publish the results of the first major randomized controlled trial where the scientists has been set in competition to ai and picking the best embryo <clears throat> and he produced some data suggesting there wasn't much difference to be honest you might it might pick which embryo should go first but ultimately if you're going to put all the embryos back and they're all of reasonably good quality, it doesn't change the pregnancy rates. So maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't. He did, however, indicate that when they looked at patient data and fed that into the computer, they came up with a much better prediction of a patient's chances of success. So that's certainly something that will give people a better idea of what their chances are going to be if, if you know, these, with these characteristics, this is what your chances of success will be. That said, using the Australian database, there is the My Success app, which you can access. It's funded by the state, the federal government, so it's not a clinic-based thing. It's unbiased in that sense. 
and you feed in features of your history and you feed in your past cycles when you've been pregnant before and it actually will spit out a percentage number. We had a demonstration of that from Professor Chambers who developed the system and she's telling me that they're getting about 4,000 hits a month from women wanting to get an idea of what their chances of success are at various ages. The government funded it because they, they believe that by showing women over 40 that their odds of success are very low, that it would reduce the number of patients coming through IVF. I don't think that's going to happen because once you decide you want to have a baby, even if, you, if I tell you the chances of success are less than 1%, my experience has been that 80% of patients who've got to the stage of coming to me to have a conversation about it, even though I say 1%, they'll say I might be that 1% and I want to do it. So I, I'm not sure the government will get what get their wish there. But certainly it means that patients can't say they weren't told. Uh, and she was certainly encouraging all specialists seeing patients to actually refer them to the website because it does give a, an unbiased view of what your chances are. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.